Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Thursday, November 4th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include the Fed's big wind down begins, Toyota detours around the chip shortage, and is there a doctor in the house? Those stories and more. But first, let's get to check on markets. U.S. stock index futures are pointing to a mixed open with NASDAQ 100 futures and S&P 500 futures higher, while Dow futures are slightly lower. The yield on the 10-year Treasury note is 1.58%. Crude prices are up more than 2% ahead of OPEC Plus meeting today. West Texas Intermediate is up more than 70% this year, while Brent crude has advanced more than 60%. U.S. gasoline prices are at their highest level in seven years. Bitcoin is down 2% at $61,000, and the stock's Europe 600 rose a half a percent, with Societe Generale shares rising more than 2.5% after the bank posted profits ahead of expectations. In Asia, major indexes closed with gains. China's Shanghai Composite and Hong Kong's Hang Seng each added eight-tenths of a percent. Japan's Nikkei 225 climbed nine-tenths of a percent. Now our top stories. The Federal Reserve will begin winding down asset purchases by $15 billion starting this month, clearing the way for rate increases as soon as the second half of next year. The FOMC's policy statement warned that supply chain imbalances have meant, quote, sizable price increases in some sectors. Toyota Motors drove through the effects of a semiconductor shortage and reported higher profit in the most recent quarter, as well as an improved forecast for the full fiscal year. Toyota said it's expecting sales and profits to rebound in the year ending March 2022, with operating profit forecast to rise 12%. CVS Health says it needs doctors on its payroll to fulfill ambitions of becoming a major provider of health care services. CVS Chief Executive Karen Lynch said the company is working with, quote, speed and urgency to create physician staff primary care practices, which she said will be a priority for CVS as it considers potential acquisitions. In earnings news, shares of Sun Power fell more than 8% Wednesday after the solar energy company reported a quarterly loss and sales that missed expectations. Activision Blizzard plummeted Wednesday after saying two of its anticipated game releases would be delayed, causing analysts to downgrade the stock. Activision Blizzard shares dropped as much as 17% and closed down 14% for their worst day since November 2008. Conversely, shares of Take-Two Interactive Software and Electronic Arts rose in extended trading after the video game companies raised their full-year outlooks. Take-Two stock was up more than 1% in after-hours trade, while Electronic Arts stock gained 4%. Shares of Qualcomm are up 8% pre-market after the mobile phone chip giant posted record quarterly sales and forecast further growth amid surging demand for 5G smartphones. MGM Resorts International shares are higher by 5% pre-market after the casino operator said it would sell its Mirage operations in Las Vegas and reported a surprise profit. Roku reported a slowdown in new active accounts for its streaming services in the latest quarter and guided for lower-than-expected revenue for the holiday quarter. Shares of Roku fell by about 8% in after-hours trading. Shares are down 5.5% so far this year. 
Fox Corp., the parent of Fox News and the Fox Broadcast Network, reported higher revenue in the latest quarter as more original entertainment programming, live sports, and growth at its streaming platforms boosted advertising sales. Revenue rose 12%. Fastly shares are up more than 5% as the cloud computing services provider reported an upbeat third quarter results. Regeneron says the U.S. government has purchased an additional 1.4 million doses of its COVID treatment. Regeneron shares are up more than 1% pre-market. Becton Dickinson reported fiscal fourth quarter profit and revenue that rose above expectations. Fertilizer maker CF Industries said it sees strong demand for its products based on a stronger global economy, higher crop prices, and higher energy prices that restrain supplies. Barrick Gold reported third-quarter profit that declined as sales and prices both fell. IKEA warned of lower profits as costs rise. The world's biggest furniture retailer said profits will fall for two straight years as it warned that it will be forced to raise prices owing to the supply chain crisis and higher raw material costs. Fisker founder and CEO Henrik Fisker said that the electric vehicle startup is on track to launch its first product at the end of next year. The company reported a slightly wider-than-expected loss for the quarter. Danish power group Orsted and wind turbine maker Vestas warned of challenging conditions in renewable energy after projects in Europe suffered low wind speeds and as supply chain holdups and rising costs hit manufacturers. Vestas cut its full-year operating profit margin forecast for the second time this year. Airbnb, Square, Uber Technologies, and Peloton Interactive are slated to post earnings after the markets close. In addition, reports are expected from Alexander and Baldwin, Bright House Financial, Cigna, Consolidated Edison, Duke Energy, Expedia Group, Illumina, Kellogg, Moderna, NRG Energy, the Allstate Group, the Southern Company, Viacom CBS, and Zoetis. In other news, House Democrats released an updated version of the party's social spending and climate package, adding back in a paid leave program and including a measure sharply raising the $10,000 cap on state and local tax deductions. China is expanding its nuclear weapons arsenal faster than the Pentagon expected. Beijing likely intends to have at least 1,000 nuclear warheads by 2030. The United States has nearly 4,000 warheads. The U.S. has blacklisted the Israeli spyware group NSO. U.K. health regulators cleared a COVID-19 drug developed by Merck and Ridgeback Biotherapeutics. It's the first country to authorize the pill that can be taken at home and has been shown to reduce death and hospitalization in higher-risk patients. Boeing is set to deliver its final 747 jumbo freighter next October, marking the end of production of the jetliner. Freight and leasing company Atlas Worldwide Holdings, which bought the rights to the last four 7478s in January, plans to take delivery of the cargo haulers between May and October of next year. Frontier Airlines is expanding its domestic and international network with new routes out of Orlando International Airport in November and December. Deer & Company says it won't raise its offer to striking workers after a second vote to ratify a new contract failed Tuesday. Company said it made its best and final offer in a six-year proposed contract that members of the United Auto Workers Union voted down. Politan Capital Management has a roughly $900 million stake in Centene and wants the managed care company to refresh its board and take other actions to boost its stock price. Allbirds nearly doubled in its market debut. The stock closed up 93% from an, its initial public offering price. 
e-commerce represents about 90% of revenue for the company. California farmers say that they have no way to export their crops because of problems with the global supply chain. California is the nation's only supplier of tree nuts, almonds, walnuts, and pistachios, and last month more than 80% of scheduled shipments were canceled. Processors have resorted to sending pistachios and walnuts by train to Texas and flying bales of cotton to Peru. Shares of Kakao Pay, South Korea's most popular mobile payments app, more than doubled on its delayed market debut. Credit Suisse Group said that it will exit its prime brokerage activities and shift focus from its investment bank to its wealth management business. Investors in Bed Bath & Beyond have reason to cheer. The stock surged Wednesday amid announcements involving the launch of a digital marketplace, a partnership with grocery giant Kroger, and a $1 billion share buyback program that is ahead of schedule. On Wednesday, shares closed higher by 15%. The shares are up 3% in pre-market trading. French shipping group CMA-CGM has agreed to buy a container terminal operator at the Port of Los Angeles in a deal worth more than $2 billion, including debt. Toronto's housing market posted its second-best October on record, with prices continuing to soar as a flood of buyers chased a dwindling number of homes for sale. The average price is up nearly 20% to nearly $900,000. Eurozone unemployment has dropped to pre-pandemic levels at 7.4% in September. That's down from 8.6% in the same month last year. Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant's Infinite Acquisition Corp. filed for an initial public offering of up to $200 million on Wednesday. Life expectancy in the United States saw the second highest drop among wealthy countries during the pandemic. That's according to a new study. The U.S. life expectancy declined two years for men and just over one and a half years for women. The only country that fared worse than the United States was Russia. Three countries saw an increase in life expectancy, Norway, Taiwan, and New Zealand. At 7 a.m., U.S. stock index futures are pointing to a mixed open. NASDAQ 100 futures and S&P 500 futures are higher. Dow futures are slightly lower. The 10-year U.S. Treasury note yields 1.58%. Crude prices are up more than 2% ahead of that OPEC Plus meeting. West Texas Intermediate Crude and Brent Crude are higher by more than 2%. Bitcoin is now down 2% at $61,000. In Europe at midday, shares in London are unchanged. In Paris, shares are gaining four-tenths of a percent. And in Frankfurt, they're up half a percent. In Asia, major indexes closed with gains. China's Shanghai Composite and Hong Kong's Hang Seng each added nearly 1%, while Japan's Nikkei 225 climbed nine-tenths of a percent. Coming up today, we'll get fresh figures on the number of Americans who have applied for first-time unemployment benefits for the week ended October 30th. They're due out at 8.30 a.m. The International Trade Report for October and a revised second quarter productivity and cost report are also set for release at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening and have a great day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.